0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast, episode nine. As always, I'm James Fairchild.
1: I'm Aaron Pena. Aaron's back with us. And I'm Jared Scott. It's been a while, guys. We have missed you, man. I feel like it's been a month since I've seen you. It's been
2: years. How some things come up, you know, with family and things like that, you know. So it's been a weird schedule and everything, but I'm glad to be back because, man, it's just kind of a weird routine. Yeah. You know, time, yeah. time
1: is so different now in, in the year of 2020 than time ever was well, before. Because yeah.
2: when, you know, back in the day, man, you, you gave a shit. You just went and had fun, yep. played, you know, sleep in until about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, do it again.
1: And days, day, days went by yeah. so slow. I feel like now days are going by fast. Yeah. Like everything is just so much more sped up than what it was when we were
0: kids. Well, you can waste away your day in front of a screen. And versus back when we were kids in the 90s, how did you guys spend your day? Outside. Outside. outside, Playing,
1: uh, riding like, bikes, finding other bikes at other yeah. people's houses, and that's yeah, just yeah. where you knew to Being to adventurous, end up. right?
0: Exactly.
2: Yeah. A lot of street hockey. A lot oh, yeah. of uh, street hockey, yeah. A lot of street basketball. Home run derby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, home run playing you know, baseball yeah. at the yeah. park.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We, we played football. a lot of
3: tennis baseball back
1: oh, in the day. Yeah, was, yeah it's just was, you, you, you improvise for what you had. And that was one thing that we did great as kids of the 90s, and true stewards of '90s culture, you know, we we had fun and we did it, we did it fearlessly.
0: And you did it with the neighborhood kids, like everybody came together, and you guys, you know, day after day would hang out. You don't see that anymore.
1: And because you don't still that or s- still that see that anymore, we are nostalgia over here. We're nostalgic over here, and so we are going to talk today about '90s. And we actually, while we were discussing this, we. Have so much oh, stuff that we want to talk about just, that we're gonna turn this into a multi part series. Yeah, no joke. Like we could spend all day
2: on our memories. We can spend all day on music right. movies. Arguing about music sure. movies. And you so
1: know, I mean yeah. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna start with our um, with our nineties flavor of the week. Now I, I kinda heard about this uh, I'm not from Amarillo, so I didn't I don't remember it exactly, but I kind of somewhat hear heard about Oprah Winfrey coming to Amarillo and there being a trial. And, and I vaguely remember yeah. that, but y'all, tell, y'all talk about that for our first main uh, flavor of the week, 90s edition.
0: Well, the trial happened in 1998. She was being sued by the cattle industry here in West Texas. Oh, yeah, exactly. It was a huge deal. I, I mean, I can remember signs, bumper stickers all around town, like welcoming her and at the same time trying to push her away.
2: I remember, yeah. I remember even trying to follow her limo.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, it's uh, Oprah. Oh, no,
2: no joke. I was it's like oh. Oprah. And even though I wasn't like the biggest fan, I was like, oh my god, it's Oprah. It was oh a big deal god.
0: because she was larger yeah. than life back then. And she
2: and the thing about it, she did her show at the Emerald
1: Little Theater here. Oh, did she really? Yeah. Yeah. Like like her own like her live show. Live show everything. Yep, she did
0: That's the Emerald crazy. Little she Theater. Brought,
2: and the thing about it, she brought in some pretty big names at the time. She yeah. brought in some big names that would come and I was like, whoa. So why why was she sued? She made a comment, something about the cattle industry, something like that. I think, and then of course, it one of the big dogs here got offended, and thought, well, because it's Oprah, I can get some money out of it. bro oh, okay. It was more of a civil suit rather than. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. Rather than trying to.
0: Yeah, it was more of like she was. Accused of spreading lies about the safety of beef, costing the cattle industry around $10 million in loss of sales. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she, she came. She had a, a rental home over uh, northwest all, of town. More, right? Yeah, it
2: was out there by uh, Tascosa Road out there. Right. Over by Jim Lake. It mm-hmm. was kind like, of, okay. It was like a, a bed and breakfast. It was like an all-by-kind
1: of secluded, I have kind of heard about this bed yeah. and breakfast. Okay. So I remember
2: kind of driving around. You know, looking yes, for
1: it, stocking.
0: I remember yes. seeing the sat- the huge satellite trucks around town. You know, oh, you yeah. don't expect to see that in Amarillo, Texas. No, no. And that at the time, Kel Seliger was our mayor.
1: Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know he was an Amarillo mayor. Mm-hmm. The things I don't know about this city, I need to learn some. So, was was it as developed out there as it was as it is now? That no, area? No,
0: not at all. It wasn't. There was nothing out there. Um, Walmart wasn't there. I of course, knows. United wasn't there. It yeah. just,
2: be,
1: just a road. That was all
2: it yeah, is. Yeah,
4: it was just. It was just a road. Country.
1: Yeah, country. country. That's crazy because you know we would always when we came in, um, even when we came in from when we were living in Wheeler versus when we were living in Farwell, we always came up through different angles. And so I remember seeing—I can't exactly remember where it is. It's over there on um, that back road from Hollywood and Saucy, leading to Canyon. That doctor's house. I mean, that's all what I knew it as mm-hmm. as a kid. It was the doctor's house. Yeah, and I it was that you're... lone gigantic house out there. And, and it yeah. used to just stand alone with nothing around nothing it. And now there's just, I mean, thats developed in the house everywhere. That's Westover, right? Yeah. That's where Westover has grown so much since then. It's, sure.
0: it's I mean, crazy. It was just crazy that she was forced to take her entire talk show from Chicago to Amarillo, Texas, for, during this trial in 1998. Yeah. That's one of the main local things that stands out to me, other than, like, the Brian Deneke murder. Yeah. That was a huge deal nation nationwide. I mean, it had coverage Throughout the nation, it was it was pretty intense. But other than that, I mean, and
1: that um, I mean, I, I had a little bit of exposure to it. I mean, I, I remember the headlines, and I remember the news reports um, from that. And then I saw, uh, Bomb City, the movie. The, uh, the movie I can't let me find the directions of the um the movie. They did the guys that created Bomb City, the movie was They're local an amazing guys movie. too. Yeah, Are they, they
0: they graduated from Randall High School, and they they came out with the, what was it? 2017. It was
1: 2017. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was, I mean, I didn't know this, uh, any of these individuals and I, I mean, being so young at the time, I didn't really have that good of an idea of what the punk culture was like in Amarillo. But I remember, you know, even in the early two thousands hanging out around, you know, around 10th street, around Jackson seven, stuff like that. And listening to kind of the grunge scene and everything. And it was, it's good music and, and great people oh, yeah. involved. In I
0: it. love the punk scene, man. I've, once we get to the music part of this episode, I'll have a lot to say about punk music in the '90s.
1: Yeah, but we're going to start talking about, for kind of to expand on our flavor of the week, we're going to talk about some a couple of random things from the '90s. Uh, the first one being, and I had one of these, and it drove me insane to the point that I think I just left it outside, and that it rained. <laughs> uh, but your Tamagotchi, nothing says '90s more like those annoying oh, little
2: pockets, oh, yes. you know, dude, just trying to like collect them. Like, you're like, man, I want to try to buy, like, five of them. I got this.
0: You had then, to have one if you were a kid in the you 90s. You had yeah. Yeah.
2: And then what sucked is, like, the next day you wake up and you're like, damn thing's dead. And you're like, I fed you. You know, I comfort you. What yeah. else do
1: you want? Yeah, I ate the last time you ate. Right. You know, I remember always doing that, thinking, you know, this is going to be an easy thing to do as long as I feed it when I eat. And stuff like that but no it was a needy little
0: little device and as kids of the 90s it, it did teach us something it taught us some responsibility that we didn't know much about back then yeah but I mean it was just one of those fun little gadgets that could go anywhere with you you can go on a trip with your parents to Dallas or San Antonio wherever you were going and you bring it with you and it could entertain you and it was like what was it, a little keychain yeah, yeah you could attach it to anything it was pretty cool fun
1: before Wi-Fi
0: we all had one embarrassing as it is now we all had one. Yeah,
1: because it's a like. I mean, it's essentially it's essentially a digital doll. Yeah, it really is. Basically. You have to you have to change it. You have to make sure that it was fed. You have to make sure that it was sleeping. I think you had to clean up after itself. Yeah, like you had to re- remove the messes. I just remember multiple times my parents waking up in the middle of the night because it's going off saying it's hungry, mm-hmm. and I was asleep. I slept right through that.
0: Dude, I can't even remember how much they were. Do you guys remember?
1: Uh, no. I'm sure they were Weren't like they 20 pretty, bucks. They were Maybe pretty pricey, bucks? though, for something They're that small. I 20 bucks for of what I remember. Oh, that is crazy. I would love to find one and never buy it again. Um, moving on from there, what do you guys think about uh, – now, I know you two used it a lot, AOL Messenger.
2: I'm, oh, sure, yeah. I'm sure you Instant two
1: Instant had... Messenger.
2: I mean, you know, if you still get the message from Milkman, <laughs> <laughs> Toby me always <laughs> rise. It's me. Was that your screen name? That that was your screen me? name? It was Milkman69999. Nine, and... nine,
0: nine, nine. Oh, of course I had to have the six nines in there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know Oh, my like, God. God. Oh, man, well, you're gonna make fun of me for this, guys. So <laughs> yeah. Mine was p- Pimp Daddy PRP. <laughs> 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 big,
2: big Pimp Daddy over here. I, mean,
1: I could I could see twelve year old James being real excited about this name.
2: Oh yeah, you
0: really know excited, thinking, I'm a pimp. This is how we all communicated back then, before texting, mm-hmm. and we you know we would still call each other on the phone, yeah. but. When this came out, it was revolutionary because we would sit in front of our computers and wait for our buddies to get online or our girlfriends or whoever it may be, and we would sit there for hours and hours, and our parents would eventually have to kick us off because they needed to use the phone. The phone lines were tied up because of AOL Instant Messenger.
1: And you would talk to people you normally wouldn't talk to on the phone. Yeah. Just everybody was on it. Different people that you would find from your classes would be on it.
0: You had courage to talk to girls. Yeah. <laughs> behind a <laughs> with, screen. Yeah,
1: with your buddy sitting beside you saying, oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Say that. Ask her if she likes me. Ask yeah. her if she likes me. I remember, <laughs> I remember being uh, with a, a kid I went to school with, Tate Nichols, and being in his little his little office area down in their basement and getting on just random chat rooms. Oh, yeah, And yeah. And saying that we were thinking we're really cool and saying, yeah, man, we're 16, 17 years old. You know, we're cool. Chat rooms
0: were a big thing in the 90s. Chat rooms were...
1: We, we probably, we got probably kicked were out of solicited... A lot. Yeah, we were probably solicited by, you know, as minors a lot then, but...
0: But it was brand new back then. It was, it was. so cool because it was. it was something that you'd never experienced before.
1: No, it was uncensored. I mean, we... You know, you never heard conversations like that or got to say anything like that just because right. of the fear like you had said. That was the beginning of this culture of not having to look people in the eyes while talking to them.
0: That was the beginning.
1: It was the beginning of the end.
0: And then, you know, you had a... <laughs> You had the the beepers too, but we were we were too young to experience that whole world. No, I never had a beeper. The pagers, the
2: pagers. No, nope, couldn't do it. Couldn't, couldn't afford it. But you know, the one thing I did like about the '90s was yeah, the, you know, whenever that damn wannabe song came out, I was like, dude, these are girls' voices.
0: Oh, Spice Girls, They're so sexy. Spice Girls. Golly, wow. Man.
1: Yo, I tell you
2: what, I the want. The videos really, really want. were like,
0: corny as shit. Yeah. yeah, and the graphics were terrible. Yeah. But, but they were some the songs really were good looking English chicks. Which one was your favorite?
1: Um, I don't know the but the, you know if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends, make it last forever. Was that your favorite song? Friendship never ends. Yeah, that's the lyrics. I don't know the name of it. Is it "Wanna Be"? That was know. my favorite song. I but remember playing it on repeat on my on my um not repeat just rewinding it on my tape deck because it was so damn catchy. What about
0: one of the favorite girls? Which one was your favorite?
1: Um, <laughs> you know, I mean. Scary Spice scared me, and Sporty Spice. I always thought that she was a little too, um, too Boy-ish. aggressive for me. Um, I, I would, I would have to say Baby Spice. I, I mean, there's all, just something about there's just something about the, the, the her face. I was, the, I was all about that Ginger Spice baby. Ooh, Ooh redhead! Mm.
2: You know,
1: <laughs> I wish you can, could see Aaron's face. Can't, you can't beat that fire. Oh, That's yeah. true. That is mm. true. And you know, the lead
0: singer, there's always attraction to that. Posh was my favorite. I Pod. have to say, Mrs.
1: Beckham, right? Is, oh God, I hope I said that right, is or else.
0: She, is she married to him?
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. one of them married
2: Jam- yeah. married okay. ja- James Beckham. You know, polish, polish spice. Yeah, Posh Spice. Yeah, Posh she was know. always she like,
0: wasn't she one of the main singers? Like, I know they all sung, but yeah. wasn't she like? I think I think, think it was center? them too.
1: I think she was one of the friends. of the Aaron's favorite one, the the redheaded one, Ginger Spice. She was the. She was a favorite, and that and they did a movie too, Spice World. Oh, like God. they completely capitalized on My their, sister on their was American so fame. Into was, all of that, it was pretty stupid, but you know, I hot. mean, I'm sure I saw. It. I don't remember it, but I'm sure I saw it. Oh, they were hiding. Yeah, there's no reason. The to only good thing on to come
0: from two. the Spice Girls is all the Halloween costumes that, that came afterwards. <laughs> that's it. I mean, let's lot, be honest. A lot of
1: themes, a lot of themed Halloween costumes.
0: The, that's the best thing that came from the Spice Girls, because every every year there's someone. L- reliving their childhood and dressing up as one of the Spice Girls. <laughs>
1: <Well, laughs> yeah, I'm okay. sure there's lots of people that are doing that, yeah. reliving their childhoods. You know, and I even think, and maybe it's just the opinion of, and the perspective of being an adult for Halloween. But I always thought Halloween was, was darker when we were kids. Like it happened, and, and when we would go trick-or-treating, it would be dark outside. And now I feel like this last year when I took my kids, it wasn't even dark outside when we went Halloween. Well, we went no, just,
2: you don't wait. You don't wait no more. No, time. you don't. Nobody waits no more. Till like,
0: they don't yeah. stay out as late as we did when we were kids. Yeah.
1: it was, but I mean, it, it seemed like everybody was out and it wasn't just, you know, we, we got out because other people were out. I mean, just, yeah, everyone, everyone stayed up. Everyone stayed awake.
0: And everyone, every night would watch a movie. And where would you rent movies from?
1: Blockbuster or Silver Hollywood screen. Video. <laughs> 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 no, you know we smaller towns. We didn't have blockbusters. No. We had little like pop mom and pop stores like yeah. Silver Screen Videos. But blockbusters, man, I, I, I just miss going. Uh, Hastings was the same way. But I miss oh, yeah. going to a place and just browsing. I could spend thirty minutes there just looking.
0: Oh yeah, here in town by my house, uh, Homeland, renting movies, and that's where we would rent our movies. <laughs> oh, you know, Homeland did really. We did yeah.
2: Homeland. Yeah, I remember. Blockbuster, and then like where where my parents live at, there's an antique shop.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, they had some movies. Yeah. They were everywhere. They popped up overnight. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, they were attached to like tire there's only one
0: Blockbuster left in the United States. There's one still open. Oh really?
1: Yeah, oh, that would be really cool to go and visit.
0: I think it's in California somewhere. No,
1: nah, maybe not. I wonder if they take late fees. i <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, excuse me, I'm
1: giving you business. You're going to give me a fucking (laughs) lady? I I do. I do remember going. Now this was, God, this had to have been 2005, 2006. I remember going to Dallas to see a friend. We went to a couple of concerts and we rented a movie from Blockbuster Mm -hmm. and I never returned it. And I tried turning it in here at Amarillo and I think they took it and they just shipped it to them or something. Oh, wow. But yeah, there were lots of movies, and I did the same with Redbox. There's lots of movies that I just never returned yeah. because I forgot, and I you know, and I paid the $30 fine or whatever it was. But late fees are how they –
0: You rebel you.
1: Oh, yeah, rebel, forgetting. Late fees were always a pain.
0: But that, man, Blockbuster, that's something we'll never forget. We all experienced it growing up. Our parents took us there. I can't remember how many movies that we rented. We Sometimes we would rent five at one time. Yeah, if you knew you were you gonna know, have like a you know, sleepover or something. Oh yeah. Yeah,
2: but you got it for three days or the five days. Yeah, you know. You got yeah. it for. You don't have to do the one day rental or whatever. You're like, got time to spread this out. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. Did you rewind them though? Hell no. <laughs> because they you had. Know what? You know, yeah, had that's the what's wrong with the world today. They had the people machine. like you. Did they had
1: this? It still took time. I don't care.
2: <laughs> you got the job.
1: You got the job. That is hilarious. No, I do. I do remember just. I remember going Tuesday mornings or when new movies came out, you know, Tuesdays and you try to get there as soon as you could. And, and just the, the heartbreak of wanting to see a movie and thinking that there's one behind it. Or you're like, you know, you want to, you want to see true lies or something since we're talking nineties. And so you move the VHS thinking that there's one back there oh, yeah. and you look at it and you were so
0: heartbroken when yes, nothing was there. Yeah.
1: Or it's a, it's like a bad poly Shore movie that someone stuck there by mistake. <laughs> and, Poly Shore is awesome. Poly Shore is good, but he had some crap movies too. Bio-Dome, Biodome, it's not even his best movie, but it's my favorite. Yeah, right? I know. Um, <laughs> but no, you know, Blockbuster, I, I never rented games at Blockbuster until probably like Xbox, PlayStation type games. But yeah.
0: And you know, Super Nintendo is on this list. We're looking out of the 90s. Yeah, And, Super Nintendo was my go-to console mm-hmm. in the 90s. I, You know, I had other ones, but Super Nintendo was my all-time favorite. I still have it to oh, this day.
2: Oh, well, yeah, man. I mean, shoot. You know, the thing about it I liked about the Super Nintendo, I mean, I mean every time you put that cartridge in, that damn, damn thing was turning on with the game on. You know, I remember with the Nintendo, you had to sit there and blow in it, The classic clean it game. out, all that, turn it on about well, ten, 10 times, and
1: finally. Well, we've had to use that trick every once in a while. Here, yeah. too, we tell James, I mean, sometimes we have microphone yeah. issues where we're just take it out and blow it. Yep. I mean, that's our that's our, that's our our easy fix. Yeah, no joke,
2: right?
0: Another game system was a Dreamcast. It was short-lived, but it had such good graphics for the time, and I loved it and i was so sad that it went away i never played the sega dreamcast i oh, dude, never it was great did. it was such a big deal i remember watching oprah and she would she had it every audience member walked away with one like for a whole week every every episode that she had she'd have them underneath their their seats and it was when they first came out and they were a huge deal they were bigger than nintendo when they came out it was huge it was a huge craze but eventually they just because they were trash. They couldn't, they couldn't sustain with Super Nintendo, you know, PlayStation when they came out. Nintendo sixty four. They were not trash. They were trash. They had yeah. good graphics. That's what I always remember about <laughs> them. Yeah, but good graphics, graphics and good graphics That's That's what what I in I the
1: nineties was still crap <laughs> graphics. Yeah, but you know? for that time, yes, for that time, yeah.
0: I was always about the graphics. I wanted to have a system that had good graphics.
1: I still look and play like Nintendo sixty four games or, or um SNES games. And I remember thinking that those graphics were top of the line. And thinking, man, there's no way you're gonna get better than, you know, <laughs> Madden 98, Madden 2000. and just spin move, spin yeah, move. Oh spin my move, gosh, yeah. it's reaction time, is so fast. And now, you know, we're we're it's it's ridiculous. But I think I think Super Mario World, and you talked about the SNES, I think Super Mario World was hands down oh, yeah. the best, easily the best nineties video game.
0: Oh, I have to agree with oh, you. Yes, that and Donkey man. Kong, I love both Donkey of those Kong games. Donkey
2: Kong was good. Donkey Kong sucks. <laughs>
0: The the Super Nintendo You why you suck. <laughs> I loved it, man. That you couldn't go wrong. No. And trying to beat the entire game was super difficult. I never
1: beat the game. I never could get past specific levels. I tried. Trying I tried to hard. you know conquer
0: the castles and beat the you know the boss of each one was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I remember the Haunted Mansion. I always had trouble with that one.
1: Because you because the because the ghosts are stupid it ghosts,
0: was... man. They would get me every time. Yeah.
1: And you turn around and look at them, and they'd stop. <laughs> And that was some of the creepiest thing I remember as a kid is you're looking at the ghosts, and, and as soon as they turn, you know, they get that mean face, and they start chasing you. Yeah, no joke. You're like, fuck you, ghosts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: don't want none of you. And then you run away and yeah, have to no go joke. and
0: hide. But Aaron, you know, tell us about your Doc Martens you used to wear. Aaron, don't be <laughs> on my dog, Hey, I,
1: I'm with you. Right here. Yeah, those, right here. Those I, suckers
0: I, I think I lasted started. forever. Yeah, the soles were like freaking two inches thick. Hey, yeah, man. No, I needed
2: man. two inches. Believe me. I needed it every <laughs> I still need it, too, because God... Yeah, that's why I had to get them.
0: Man. You can kick down any door with those. Oh, yeah, dude.
1: yeah. I remember steel toe. I remember still having steel toe uh, Doc Martins when I was a tutor for 21st Century.
0: Oh, did you? Yeah. I mean, and you wow. know that's
1: that's that's eight years after the 90s. It's not that long. Doc Martins. Doc Martins were. I even, I
0: mean, you should have known better. I even but... had the sandals. <laughs> Thanks, James.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I remember buying the sandals, man. They, those things were comfortable. I never I had, had Doc had, Martin had sandals. sandals yeah, you no, know, yeah, I always man. had. locked them out. I the, was... with the jean shorts. <laughs> Hell
1: yeah. <laughs> the zip jorts? The I mean, zip shorts. I used to have a pair of, of the, the jean shorts. The I don't know if they were jorts or shorts, but they were the ones that you could zip off the bottom half. And all summer long like I wore those shorts and everything and I had the bottom part zipped off. <laughs> it,
0: Did you have jinkos too?
1: Hell yeah, I had jinkos. <laughs> Everybody had ginkos. I
2: I pretty much my whole body fit in the damn thing.
0: <laughs> Dude, I love Jinkos. Yeah. They, they were Dude, they're so bad now, no, but back gosh. then they were so cool. Just
1: the baggy pants, phase. yeah,
0: and that was more what was it mid mid to late nineties when the was late nineties,
1: yeah. But yeah. early nineties yeah. was my one of I say my one of my crushes. And who um, would that be? And and it was Jesse Spano. Mm-hmm. I you know I, <laughs> I, I so so I want to hear no. I want to hear no, man. S- specifically Saved by the Bell. Was it Kelly Kapowski, Lisa Turtle, or Jesse Spano? I like Jesse Spano. Just, I don't know why. I mean, everyone liked Kelly Kapowski. Let's face it. Everybody well, the did. The
2: thing about, okay, Jesse was hot. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Well, that's good. I think because she was tall and she had a lot, nice legs.
1: Like, yeah. that was, you
2: know, her face wasn't the best, but, you know. <laughs> no,
1: no offense. We're, 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 we're basing this on our, on our opinions from yeah, when but, we were seven. But, man, Kelly, oh, my God, dude,
2: it didn't matter what she wore or how she looked and she looked good all the time yeah but don't forget about lisa lisa she, turtle was yeah I just, lisa that she would be was, my she favorite. was so
1: mean to screech that was the only thing that i didn't understand at the time think, she was always
2: mean to him i think and that to me i think that's what made her not attractive
1: i agree show. I, I agree on the show completely because it wasn't it was just but it was the way her character was written. there's not much we can do about
2: i that. know but you know what i'm saying like if she would have been the, all those cool like that girls. Yeah. She would have been so hot. But yeah. since, like you said, since she was mean to Screech, you're like,
1: what did he do? Have you ever, there's a Facebook page. It's called Zach Morris's Trash. And it shows just like reviews of specific, because oh, the majority of the episodes, but of episodes talking about how just of a bad of person Zach Morris was. And and you think about it, they're going through and explaining all these things. And you're like, holy crap. You know, like so I, I, I semi-idolized this guy when I was seven years old. And no man, joke. He
2: was a straight yeah, asshole. <laughs>
1: yeah. And especially his hair. God, some of the, that's, and even then I didn't like it, but that's some of the worst hair.
0: Oh yeah. You could ever have. Kelly Kapowski for me, man. That was my crush on that show. I didn't I didn't watch it a ton, but when I did I watched it for her as a kid. I mean, got to admit. It,
1: it just it, it, it it's something about 90s nostalgia and saved by the bell and who your crush was on that show or the Pink Ranger. You know, the Pink Power Ranger. Was it Kimberly? Kimberly everyone mm. remembers Kimberly. Yeah, she was, yeah, she
0: Even Tara Reid Oh yeah,
1: even Tara Reed back in the day, back in the early '90s. Tara Reed.
0: dude. Yes, sheesh, sheesh. I have to agree with you there.
1: And and speaking of another very very attractive individual, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is you know this is the next one on that list. Robin we Williams. We can't talk '90s and not and not bring up the goat, the man who I mean, every other comedians are funny, but that man had such an ingrained. His, his life and his life's work is ingrained in my mind so much. Oh, yeah. Just because he was involved in everything Disney. He was involved in so much stuff he and was, it was just, God, it was just so good and funny.
0: He was good and funny throughout the entire decade of the 90s and he was one of those, you know, figures that stood out above the rest with, you know, Jumanji. Can't forget about Jumanji. But Jumanji. Yeah,
2: but man, but something about Mrs. Doubtfire, man, it's just fucking great, dude. Yeah. It was a great production. You know, because I know you got, you know, you got some sadness, you know, the parents divorce and yeah. all that, but you know what? I mean, and it, it goes to show, man, you know, and I know, you know, it's kind of that situation that I'm going through, man. No matter what, man, dads are out there, any, there's a plenty of dads out there that want to try to get back into, that, exactly. uh, into their kids' lives in any way.
1: And that's all it was. Yeah. That's all it was, is he couldn't, he couldn't see his kids, and I get, you know... You know the premise of it, everything. He's a deadbeat dad kind of deal and stuff like that. But you know, I mean, it's just it was such a it was such an uplifting story. But then
2: when your kids are happy, man, it was you know it's just one of those. You're like, yeah, it's a good movie. It's, it it's was yeah, funny. Yeah. But it, you know the whole character, the old lady, man, that was freaking yeah. Cool. yeah. Anytime is dad fan.
0: <laughs> anytime a man dresses up as an old lady, it's gold. It really is great comedy.
1: It really is. I oh, don't know, man. That was like that was a pretty damn good. uh that was a, that was a highlight, and a, and a, that was a highlight of the '90s is Robin Williams' career in, and, and of course it was more than the '90s, but it was just because we were kids and how it affected us. Yeah, and
0: we'll get more into that. But a, further a, into this, a but.
1: downside of the '90s, and I've got to tell you, I think this is 1994. We were in elementary, and there was a contest at one of the pep rallies that I won, and I won a Snickers bar. I'll have you say very much at a Farwell <laughs> uh, pep rally. Um, Ooh, but whoop. we had to, yeah, yeah. But we had to dance. The dance of the 20th century. Oh God! The Macarena. God, man! The Macarena. You can't tell me that. Still, when I say that word, that that song doesn't pop in your head. Well, I don't yeah, but
2: here's the thing. Whenever you're a fat, kid, like I was, <laughs> I couldn't do the crust. <laughs> <I couldn't>, you
3: <laughs> couldn't, could cross, cross over. couldn't
2: cross
0: over. You couldn't cross. couldn't cross your arms.
2: <laughs> no, I could cross, but when you got here, the T Rex. Yeah, I look like a little T Rex arms. I can't get <laughs>
0: crossed over here. And it's number 21 on this list. I feel like it should be higher for the Macarena. Right I mean, it was one of those dances and songs that sticks in your head to this day. Our children will never know the yeah, agony that we went through with that song. Hey, my uh, there, and
1: there's too many of them now. Like, there's too many songs now that is just so overwhelming catchy. and so catchy mm-hmm. that you, you can't think that. But really, you know, we had, we had Hit Me Baby one more time that was just world-renowned, Livin' La Vida Loca, and Macarena. Yeah. And really, those three took over that decade. Like fun, dancey
0: type songs. Yeah, fun, yes. dancey
2: type songs. And like you said, it's like the very first five seconds of the dance song, you're like, oh,
0: God. Yeah. And when oh, it comes on, know, like it. when you're at a wedding or a dance or a club, well, if it plays in a club, you're, you're at a freaking sad club. Let me just tell you that right <laughs> now. Put on some pretty snares. But when it comes on. You got to get out there. Anybody can do it. Any lazy. Why s-
1: who let the dogs out? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Any lazy son of a bitch can get out there and do it. It's the laziest dance Man. you'll ever do in your life. But it's very annoying to me to relive that. But, I
1: I but but we will we'll use this time to say if we can get ten comments it on, if spot. we can get ten comments on this on this podcast. And just comments on our Facebook page, we will post a video of James doing the Macarena. First, all it is is ten comments, and 10 we know comments. we're going to get four because we're going to comment. Yeah, I'm going to definitely comment.
0: I don't mind doing that. That a boy, James.
1: Now we like to hear it. All right, so moving on to our next, our, our next '90s fun thing. One of the best dramas, comedies. I don't know exactly what it was. What it was classified as, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and wishing you could live in that house. Just now, uh, we're not going to get into the show, but just the house, the house, the, the whole house.
0: neighborhood, just the family you you learned a lot about life and about family through yes. that show but
2: you know what the cool thing about the fresh prince is like you know whenever we were kids watching it we thought it was hilarious right and it oh, still yeah. is oh yeah still funny as shit but as an adult now, I'm like now watching it. Like it's still funny, but damn, it was truly serious. It I've, was serious. It was it real hit, serious. Hit home, yeah. You know,
1: I, I've watched clips of this as an adult that has nearly brought me to tears. Just and, and, and a lot of it goes out to Will Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played that so well, That'd and the production in. of that show was so well done.
0: And I mean, it's, it's on HBO Max right now. If any of you really? guys yes. have it, oh, dude, yeah, you yep. got to go check it out on HBO Max.
2: I mean, it's one of those, and it's just, it's it's a good, good-feeling show. Man. And, I mean, I thought, you know, because I remember watching it, you know, on, on NBC when they used to come on, and I remember, I remember even watching the last episode, and I was kind of like, hmm, man, that sucks. But now, older, I'm like, why well, can't they make shows like this? Like, exactly. <laughs> I'm so glad to say that. You know what? Yes. They
0: try, and they try, and they try, but all these new... Modern shows, TV shows, are just so corny. They don't have enough substance. They're just not heart wrenching, and they don't they don't bring you in as as much as these shows like Friends, Seinfeld, um, you know, Fresh Prince.
1: And it's hard to be real and make those shows. It's hard to have yeah. shows that had the kind of conversations that they had, or like, you know, even uh, what was it, Step Up or Step by Step? Step by Step. That was another show in the '90s that did Full a lot. Of, it was a lot. Full House. It was a lot of family dynamic shows. Family Matters. A lot of family dynamic shows that. That, that we were brought up on, you know? It's just kind of crazy. But who
0: is your favorite uh, character of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Carlton. Dang it, you just... Carlton.
1: Didn't I, I didn't mean to steal yours. Let me rephrase. Um, I can't remember his name, but the butler. Oh. <laughs> his back and forth with Uncle Phil, man. Jeffrey. 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 Oh, God. The Jeffrey. back and forth with him was just hilarious. And
0: Philip, uh, you know, the uncle. I love the uncle, too. Uncle Phil? Yeah. Uncle Phil was oh, Uncle
1: favorite. Phil. All right, but we're going to... Uh, We're going to jump ahead to probably the biggest lie in 1990s. Um, And I I say this because I I remember being so upset because I used to enjoy riding my bike and walking over to my friend's house and stuff like that. And I could do it with my Walkman. I could do it with my tape player. And then a CD player came out with this thing called Anti-Skip Protection. And it uh, was a crock of shit.
0: Yeah. It was. I mean, there were times that I don't know, it wasn't it, as good as It wasn't as good like as, this, it, this as, good as advertised.
2: Well no, man, because you're like, oh man, this this shit won't skip. Watch. You're sitting there running, you're like, oh shit, it is skipping. And like <laughs> you were like, nope, nope, just kidding. You still had, you had it, like, You had yeah, to no.
0: be almost completely still to yeah, get I mean, through an entire song. Or even
2: whenever you used to do the whole school road trips and you slide in that tape and you put it in the the disk on top of your
1: of your car your because oh, like, you had to have the the connector right yeah. so you could play it on and your like, stereo and like you hit
2: a bump and it skip you're like oh this is it supposed to anti-skip protection
1: and i'm glad you brought that up because you know we my dad was a coach and so it was you know, during some years or during some weeks, we would we would be gone three or four days out of the week, just driving places. And I remember not being able to listen to a CD while the car was moving because yeah. if you set it on your lap and you didn't hold it with two hands
0: perfectly, yeah. it would skip. Or you could put it on a pillow. That usually worked pretty good. But otherwise, yeah, yeah I don't you think were I ever thought
1: of a pillow. Damn, that's genius, James. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, I mean, a
0: blanket. If you're on a road trip somewhere with your parents, you you could. You could improvise.
1: You know, one of the things that we um, I always think back on. Our, I joke with my wife that well, I'm going to get us one, and she will. You know, she threatens to leave me. We had one of those vans <laughs> where, where the very, very back would lay down flat into a bed, and it had oh, a little TV with yes. a VCR in it because we were constantly oh, yeah. driving. Man, did you
0: have the the mini blinds in it and the shades? Yeah, the mini
1: blinds and All the right. shades. Yes, I think really only got like nine miles to the so, gallon or something. But so worth it, though, man. Very Golly. worth it for the amount of driving that we were doing. And you know, and we would. It wasn't just movies. We would read books. You know, you have to take that along, and I would have to say, other than, I mean, I I didn't really read many Louis Lamar. I liked a lot of Hank the Cowdog, but I think the best series Goosebumps. Oh, Oh, man,
0: you ain't kidding, boy. I used to collect them just based on their covers. Did you really? Yes. You know it was good
1: reading. It was really good reading. It really was, and they were. I mean, they were. They were. The books weren't as scary to me. I've, I've never found books scarier than, than media, than visual, right? Visual and, the, and the TV show freaked me out. See, I, I, I mm-hmm. agree
2: because, like, I could sit there and read, and I'd be like, mm, okay, but yeah, you put on the damn TV show, and I was like, what? Like, uh. Uh, no, I'm not watching it. Yeah, yeah, because I remember oh, yeah. growing up yeah, with, like... I'm too damn scared.
1: Yeah, growing up with, like, this and uh, Nickelodeon's Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, or, no joke. Dude, yeah. those got
2: intense I sometimes. was too
1: afraid to watch that show in the dark, being, like, seven, eight years old.
0: That scared the yep. crap out of
2: me. I, saw, like, when I, saw, I remember watching that damn Dummy.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah the Dummy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I remember just, nope, not watching it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't dude.
1: do it. Did y'all, have, now, did y'all mm. have accelerated reader AR? Yes. Something there? like that, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we had it where you had to read, uh, you read so many books and you took a test and you got X amount of points. And at mm-hmm. the end of the year, we would always go to Wonderland. Yeah. But that was, I mean, that was that was a big motivator for me. Reading is, you know, you, you, you tell me you're going to give me something if I read so many books. I'm going to read so many books. Yeah, I oh, man. I mean,
0: Goosebumps man. were my go-to whenever the teacher would, you know, require us to find our own book or grab a book from the shelf. I'd grab one of those Goosebumps books. i try to get through as many as possible. But I never did get through all of them.
1: No, I don't think I ever read the whole series. But you said you collected them. Mm-hmm. Do you still have them?
0: I don't, man. I don't know what happened to them. But I try to get my boys into them. I, we have a few here at the house that we they're did, reading. But We, just,
2: we did house, you know, and I was like, man, I should have just kept it. Because they're like, yeah, I mean, they're such a... Great collectors right now, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: They were just cool, man. The, the The graphics on the cover captivated you. It brought you in. It made you interested in R.L. Stein as a writer. I've always liked his style of writing. It was, oh yeah, man. It was good for kids, you know. And it was, you know, scary enough to creep into the minds of a eight ten year old and get your fantasy world going
1: and that's the big thing it's hard it's hard to get kids attached to reading nowadays and so the fact that i mean it really was it and maybe it's a generational thing (laughs) you know because i don't see as many kids now getting into the scary stuff like that like it's it's more i mean it's still fantasy it's still supernatural i guess but it's not really the, the scary aspect of it
2: I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's all the series. You know what I mean by series? You know, we got Hunger Games and Twilight and yeah, Harry yeah. Potter and all that. Like, hey man,
1: Harry Potter's a good series. Well, yeah, but you know, it's I'm just, just kidding. That's, I'm that's, just kidding. I don't have a strong opinion for Harry Potter books. I'm a 33 year old man. <laughs> nah, <they're> just, <laughs> Harry Potter, Harry Potter stopped being one of my favorite books like yeah. a long time. Ago. I still know people though that will, and, and this is no offense to them. If you're one of those people, but I, I you know, if, if if that's still your favorite book in your 30s, it needs to. There needs to be a shift. One thing, though, that I did not get into, and my wife kind of did, I didn't really get into it too much, was the Beanie Baby craze. Oh, I dude. I never, Man. I think I, I bought know. a few for girlfriends. Do you, like, you, do know, girlfriends you guys remember you in school, people
0: but... trampling one another to get to those damn I, things? Yes. Like, and to the Tickle Me Elmo's. I mean, they would just well, that, that still destroy that to so day. So they're
2: like, oh, that's worth $100. Then why is it sitting out? Go <laughs> put
0: that bitch back up. <laughs> yeah. Put it up. You know what? I had right. one that I thought was worth a lot a lot of money it was a princess diana one
2: oh yeah i remember that one a it was princess a diana beanie baby mm-hmm.
1: it okay. was like a limited yeah. edition
0: yeah and it was a purple one and i had it but it didn't have the tag and i don't remember where i got it but i got it in the 90s and i held on to that thing all the way into my adulthood i have it somewhere but i don't i don't know if it's worth anything now being exposed and having dust all over <laughs> yeah. it the tags not on it i don't know but i remember that one was worth a shitload of money back oh, in the day. Yeah, man.
2: but yeah they all had certain amounts and, like you know like you said people rushed to yeah, go grab yeah. them i'm like
0: they just didn't hold their value over time people you know, people weren't people, as interested anymore
1: and i don't understand like and and i guess i maybe it's just a big marketing thing but i never saw anything really i mean i get why you can collect coins i can get why yeah. you collect stamps yeah. i do not understand why the push was to a collectible for a, a little stuffed animal that's being so massively produced. I think it was just a really big marketing scheme that worked out really exactly. well. Exactly. Oh, yeah, man. They were like, oh, time to get
2: out.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it did last for a healthy amount of time. But after well, yeah, a while. A healthy amount of time. Yeah. That's an interesting way of looking at it. It, it, dove, mm-hmm. it dipped and it crashed. There are still people, though, that do collect them. Just like the, the Cabbage Patch Kids of the 80s. People still collect. How much, Patch.
1: Yeah, and and I get that for general toys. I mean, you know, they're still like I know Ghostbusters toys are still really collectible. Ninja turtles right now. Ninja turtles toys. I still got the original. Ones. I don't think there's anything more collectible than baseball cards, though. I think baseball oh, cards yeah. are still one of the most
0: baseballs. As far as any memorabilia, sports wise, is gonna have the most money and the most value towards it.
2: The only thing I like, you know, and I'm glad you brought this up. Oh, you're do, any any you're kind welcome. of card, dude. They're worth. They're fun. They really are. It's just time that's yeah. all it is yeah it's a you don't get the instant gratification no because i remember going to the actual card uh stores mm-hmm. and going to check out to see man this is a new month i'm gonna see how much this card is worth oh damn it went up 10
1: cents oh man it went up 20 cents like That's crazy. I do that with my penny stocks now. That was
0: so... (laughs) (laughs) like, oh, dude! I'm
1: checking my Robin Hood app. I'm like, oh man, I made thirty two cents in the last four months.
0: You know, comics too, man. I loved collecting comics. Oh no, Those, you know, the Spider Man comics.
2: Yeah. You know, I was watching a little bit of a was it the Road Show, the Antique Road Show? Oh, dude, I I, I, still love that. show. Okay, so there's this guy. He like brought out as a kid. He just bought these. Comics, and he just put it in a box, and then he was like, "Oh, I want to go see how much they're worth." He had five of them; they were over about five to ten thousand dollars, and they weren't even they weren't even cased
0: or packaged. They were just existing. they were just
2: the way they were.
0: Yeah, he he, he put condition in, is everything He comics. put in a probably a,
2: with all those comic books and with most memorabilia. He put probably thirty five dollars yeah. when he was a kid. Thirty five dollars, yeah. and now
1: he's. Big old,
2: big old cash worth
0: thousands. That's
1: one thing that I wish I, I was never nostalgic with my stuff when I had it. I never, I never thought that that far in advance. I never thought, you know, man, some of this stuff is going to be worth a lot one day. Man, I should. I just, it was. It's sad that I was that. I was in that mode of instant I, gratification. Because
2: when you were in the nineties, when you saw the commercials, you saw them moving. You're like, hell yeah. My action figure is going to do that. I'm going
1: to have that right. The chop. <laughs> the chop. All this money and worry just so that I could get a Batman figure that wasn't even in the damn movie. He's yeah, you know, like yeah. blue and silver. Like he had a jetpack. Since I was man. a
0: kid, I was always into collecting, as you can tell, man. Sports. Oh, no. It was all about sports for me. i love to collect sports cards, autographs, uh, encased action figures. You know, I've got a lot of baseball players. <laughs>
2: Isn't that ironic?
0: I've got a ton of stuff from back when I was a kid and it, it filtered into whenever I was an adult as well.
1: right, James. Isn't that ironic? (laughs) Okay. I think I know where uh, Aaron's (laughs) going with this. Uh, you know, Atlantis Atlantis, Morissette, not Atlantis,
0: Atlantis. whatever. Same difference.
1: She's got some, she's got some of the best songs to just sing. Oh yeah, they really were. Like you know, it's like Brian. I um, still, when that song comes on, I sing it. I sing it loud. I, mean, I roll the windows down and who, I sing. loud. Who's gonna
2: get mad at a, a woman screaming? I I take but,
1: shame on people that do not like some of her music because it's just fun to sing. That's music. good music, like Celine yep. Dion. It's just, it's just fun. Like Whitney Houston. Whitney, mm. <laughs> Whitney Houston. Whitney. Whitney Houston. But no,
2: man, Whitney was – I mean, she was a lady, man. She, so since we got into music,
0: so. we're going to end our 90s flavor of the week or flavor of the 90s, and we're going to get into our music, our favorite 90s music.
1: Yes. And I think we should start that by just saying if you had to choose one, not necessarily your favorite,
0: but the biggest
1: impact – what 90s song made the biggest impact? Or it could be your favorite. You just choose one. Pick your first 90s song to discuss. I will take mine right now. I'll go ahead and do it. Do it. Do it. Um, I'm not necessarily a big country music fan. Um, hang on. I'm, I'm trying to find exactly when this song came out. But uh, it's Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places. Oh,
0: Definitely. Um, One it's of the it's best.
1: And, I, and I always I always always rate most songs just by you know how much can you sing them and and the the culture that comes along with them. Man, everything from weddings when I'm an adult, junior high dances when I'm a kid, and then just when it comes on, that's a song that's just it's forever ingrained. I think it's the '90s song.
0: Have you ever got to see him in concert?
1: No, my brother did when he was when he was in Amarillo, and I refused to go to Clarendon and spend a hundred dollars to go watch him in a drive-through. Well, taping. That's I, saw right few,
0: now. I saw him a few. I saw him a few years ago in Lubbock and he came in 1997 to the Dilla Villa and did a surprise concert, which was huge when I was like nine years old, but dude, Garth Brooks, he's a legend. He's one of my favorite country artists of all time. But for me as an adult now, dude, I love everything nineties. That's where most of my music love comes from. That's what I listen to mostly now as a 32 year old male. But anywhere from punk to, to grunge, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta got to put it. me in that. Got him. Um, Sorry. Go ahead, Jim. From punk to grunge, the 90s alternative, to rap in the 90s, 90s country. That is my domain right there. And That's your shit. I love it Sight. Sight. all. I, I love it all, man. That's my shit. I love there it all. Know. Especially starting with punk, man. Punk,
2: man. Yeah.
0: Punk yeah. rock, skate punk in the 90s was big for me. I didn't get into it till I was, you know, a little bit older, of course. But everything that I love from punk rock came from the '90s, you know, from Green Day to NoFX, The Descendants, Blink One Eighty Two, Bad Religion, Nirvana, Nirvana. I mean, as far as punk, even the Ataris. Oh yeah, Pearl Jam. As far as grunge, Allison Chains, B-52. Bush, <laughs> Soundgarden, Shack Shooters, <laughs> the Melvins. I mean, grunge is punk to me. Grunge is. I mean, it's punk in fact, but I loved that growing up, especially into the 2000s, being a teenager and having all that angst, you know.
1: Yeah, I I started losing more of the punk. Now, not not to say I didn't listen to it because I'm I, I'm guilty. I listened to emo crap back in the day, but it's when punk started turning more pop
0: emo punk. that I kind see, of see. That's the thing. It. I never liked any of the pop punk.
1: You never liked like My Chemical Romance. Hell no,
0: I hated all of that ah. shit.
1: Hawthorne Heights. I hated
0: all of that shit. You know what? The the most pop punk that I got? is only to the Land. The most all. pop punk that I got was Blink-182. Anything beyond Blink-182 I cannot handle. I am punk to the core. I'm a real punk. Operation Ivy, you know, Bad Religion. You're the mild good stuff. Fugazi, the no, Ooh. the real, the real punk, okay? You know, in the mid 90s we had Green Day and The Offspring, For Breakthrough. Real? And go mainstream, which I love Green Day and Offspring. Offspring But I love the underground stuff too, you know.
1: I think Offspring, um, Americana was one of the best albums. Smash is
0: my favorite.
1: Americana is one of the ones, though, that it's just – there's very few albums that I have come across in my life where I can just start it and finish it. And every single song is just as good as the one that played before it. I agree with you. And Americana is one. I mean, it just – I don't know. Even even the hidden the hidden track, you know, like five what is it? It's like 17 minutes in or
0: something like at the end. Going to my favorite song, it has to be from the offspring. It's self-esteem. That is my number one all time favorite song. Nice.
1: Well done.
0: And you know, I was a big Green Day fan growing up too. I have a dookie themed tattoo on the side of, you know. Do you really? Yeah, side of my torso. And I had no idea. I love Green Day. You know, I don't I don't get into their new stuff, of course. Just not my style. But, you know, the stuff of the nineties, Dookie was one of my all time favorite childhood albums that I grew up to. So I gotta give a lot of credit there. But as far as other types of music, just love it all. Rap, huge Tupac fan, huge Biggie fan. Dude, like,
2: yeah, when you bring up nineties when you bring out nineties music, you have to bring up Tupac and Biggie.
1: Yeah. I mean you have that
2: was the biggest part. I mean, the yes.
1: growth, the growth of the hip hop
0: music. They've influenced so much.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, because I mean,
2: yes, you know, N.W.A. was right there. The but they were 80 right there, late '80s. Yeah. '80s, so, early '90s,
0: yeah. and then you had Tupac, which his career was only five or six years. People don't understand that; they don't realize how much he did in in about six years span. He was, yeah. a, he was a movie star. He was a writer. He was a poet. The thing about him, man, he was a hell of an actor too. He was a great actor. He really dude. was. I know tons about that man. He's a great artist in general.
2: So, Jared, you said your top song was what again?
1: Uh, Friends in Low Places. Garth Brooks okay. and it's mine good, Garth was Brooks.
0: The Offspring, Self Esteem. Self Esteem,
1: which is you know it's so weird that I chose that one, but it well, really it's God. Just anyway, go ahead. What's gonna, yours, Aaron? I'm gonna throw you. Hey,
2: Aaron, you're gonna be surprised, okay? Mm-hmm. And the reason why every time this song comes on, it just has it just. It brings a great feeling to my
1: heart, man. I wish I could see All Aaron right. embracing, embracing this himself. Is, this, this is so sweet. Out. Will you play us a clip of it? We I don't, hear it. I don't really care if I get ba- if we get this blocked what on is YouTube it? or whatever. I got it right here. Just play it. Let cue it up. God, he's got to turn up his volume on his laptop. It's so terrible. Oh, it's a it's ad. Oh, is it the it's a Liberty Mutual ad where the guy has to be dubbed over?
0: This better be good. Okay, Third Eye okay, Blind Third Eye Blind, yeah Okay, I love Third Eye Blind A lot of people yeah, don't like Third Eye Blind to Dude, exactly, I love Exactly,
2: man Something about this song When it first came out Till now Has always got my attention And it just I don't know Just It's just the way it starts, man you could Take With all the lies, lies That you've been living in And If you do not want to see me again I would, I would understand. understand. I would understand. Like, yep, that's great. But you, know what, Aaron, you said that Ray.
1: you listen to the lyrics. It, I mean, it's, it's good shit. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, man. I swear to God, I thought you were going to say Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Dude, I love I you. Seriously, even more. did and
2: I love? I love the third eye works. blind. Third eye blind, I do legit. love. You can't eye forget. Blind. I can't forget my boy bands.
0: Oh fuck, dude! But, I never, dude! I never got into that fucking shit. What boy bands? I never, never liked any of it. Hated it. Hated pop punk. That's a, that's a strong opinion. I to did, have. dude. I hated it. Well, you know what, James? I was a man. I was a man. I
1: didn't
2: like that boy. (laughs) I'm 40. (laughs) I'm a
0: man. You know what, (laughs) Jake? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Did you really like that shit?
1: Hell yeah. Dude, okay. First of all, first of all, some of it was just straight poppy. And it's hard not to like something that's catchy, that's sung well, and that is so pushed down your throat. If a chick
2: is shaking her ass, I'm going to go get on that.
0: Just saying.
1: Man, eight-year-old Aaron had some problems. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I, was
0: I had hormones you know, but, you know, we so was who, Okay so you, who was Your favorite boy band
2: Who is... Technically my favorite oh, boy band Oh New Kids
0: on the Block well, New boy, Kids on the Block bo-
2: oh, Boyz II sure. Men
1: Boyz II well, Men That's like saying That's like saying Bone Dugs and Harmony Was your favorite boy band If you're hey, saying Boyz II Men That's R&B That's not quite the same band. That's R&B man yeah. no, no New the, Kids on the Block man
2: Like if I had to If I had to go It would be In Sync.
1: I knew it was going to be In Sync. You
0: Justin Timberlake loving right, That's right baby Give me some of that. God, dude, I cannot stand any of that shit. You um, mean to
1: say you didn't want it that way? Hell
0: no, Tell I didn't want it that why? way. No, it, like, it blows my mind when I hear these guys my age. Oh, I loved NSYNC. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Are you, you kidding me? In, I would have kicked your ass. But, uh-uh, uh-uh.
2: <laughs> All I can see you doing is, you're going to be in Texas. you got to have a fiddle in your hand. <laughs> Asshole.
0: <laughs> so I went to River Road, huh? Yeah, you no, that's a negative.
1: No, you went close to River Road, though, right?
0: N- nah. Isn't from where easy. I'm from, it ain't even close. It bro. ain't.
1: It ain't even close. We ain't in that you know, part of the woods. Y- you talked about. Um, you know, you talked about Tupac and kind of getting back yes. to to '90s rap. Um, Outcast. Outcast. Lauren Hill. Oh man. Wu Tang. Nas. Wu Tang. Nas.
0: Wu-Tang. Public Enemy. A Tribe Called Quest. LL Cool G- J. Naughty by Nature. Warren G. Shimmy, Snoop. shimmy,
1: Y'all. Shimmy, yam, Yeah. Shimmy, Yeah. I, I mean, know. just.
0: It, it, too it's, short. It's just so. It's oh gosh. Too Coolio. short. Coolio. Coolio. You know, but
2: the thing about the, the 90s rap is that you can understand them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, you know,
2: well, and there's there was, more to it than Gucci but,
1: Man, Gucci Man, Gucci, well, man, Gucci yeah. man. I swear to God, that's the only thing in that song. And I listened to it the other day. And while it was still catchy, I found myself being very upset that this is what this, this is, is what it's what come it was. to now. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, there was, there I was moved. There was some rap songs that it was just, I was like, man, that's that's real. That's art right there. I can't find art in Percocet. Molly Perkinson. No, like he's
0: terrible. To me, Future's terrible. No he's art. so auto-tuned with everything he does. It's not even really him. It's like a mask. I, I, you know, mask on. Mask. I,
1: on. I want to. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to sing into auto-tune because I can mildly catch it. Anyone could sound good. Exactly. I think we should. We should bust out an album of covers. <laughs> just auto-tune. Boy
0: band. Boy band covers. Boy for band me.
1: covers for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who is well, your favorite rap artist of the '90s? <sighs> The God, 90s. is that?
2: I mean, put me on the spot, man. Oh, That's I can I can
0: go ahead and tell you. I can tell you mine. Oh, right. James, no, you I'm go first I go, go because ahead. I was
1: going to joke and say juvenile. <laughs>
0: mine, <laughs> but it was a joke. <laughs> juvenile good. I know so much about him, man. I know so much about his life, his career. Juvenile? No, no. Oh. Uh, Tupac, man. Tupac is my number one. Yeah, one of my top ten artists of all time. He was so influential. He did so much in his life and his career. And like I said, he was a, a, an intelligent person. You talk about how you can't understand rappers these days. He actually had a message in his, in his lyrics and his song. He got a little bit careless and reckless with his life later on as he got older and based on who he surrounded himself with, with Death Row and Suge, kind of went off the rails there at the end and associating himself with gangs kind of ruined his, his career and his life. But he, to me, is my number one all-time favorite rapper, yeah. hands down. I mean, there's a ton that I loved in the 90s. You know, Dr. Dre he's a great producer. He's part of NWA. I love NWA with Eazy-E. Um, and
1: so many greats came from Dr. Dre.
0: Oh, yeah. He's an icon, man. And, you know, Nate Dogg, Orangey, Snoop. That, the West Coast sound was what I really gravitated towards. I wasn't so much an East Coast Type oh. of type of guy with the I'm rap surprised. stuff.
1: I
2: thought you'd say MC Hammer or something. Like no, that. Uh, MC Hammer. <laughs> Vanilla Ice.
1: Vanilla Ice. <laughs> oh, dude. it's it's you know it's funny. I never once thought about Vanilla Ice the whole time we were, th- we were talking about this. And
0: he had some pop songs. He did. I mean, he still he still makes money off of uh, Ice Ice Baby every year. I think if we
1: say Ice Ice Baby more than five times, he'll probably make like sixty cents.
0: He had his place though in the '90s. He was he did he was you know innovative and, and a white rapper that was new. You know, you had snow. snow. Snow was
1: great. Snow could do. Snow did real reggae. I mean, uh, that was uh, really like Boom boom, yeah. <laughs>
4: boom, boom down, boom,
1: fall,
0: yeah, I mean, there were some good rappers that were white back then, and then you know it gave. It, they kicked the door down for Eminem later in the yeah. '90s to come in,
1: and he changed the game. He did. He really did. He he just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it was for the better or for the worse. Obviously, it was for the better. Honestly, when he first came out,
0: he had, you know, the real Slim Shady that, you know, the LP and everything. I didn't think he was gonna be that huge. I thought maybe, you know, he'll come out with a couple albums and he'll go away. But boy, did he prove me wrong. He stuck around and he is one of the all time greatest rappers ever now. But but Scott, who who is your favorite all time?
1: Favorite all time or favorite in the nineties?
0: (sighs) Nineties. They weren't. They
1: weren't so. Man, that's the thing. Every time I think of of, of 80, I, I think of the nineties rap. I have to think of the eighties as well, just because my go to is Beastie Boys. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I loved the Beastie Boys. I love everything that they did. If I'm sticking just with the nineties, though, I'd probably, I probably want like maybe Wu Tang or maybe Outcast. I mean, that's it just it's it's hard it's hard to it's hard to find a favorite because then I, I always also I also go back to Eminem. It's like, well, I listened to a lot of Eminem in the late '90s. You know, I mean, I I mean, I was a white kid, and so I gravitated towards that. But it's hard to step back from 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 Notorious Big. It's hard to step back from ODB. It's just it's hard.
2: It's too hard of a question, James. See, I, see I, no, I, I like
1: your, I like your
2: choice of the Beastie Boys, man. I really do. I like like it too, man. Sabotage came
0: out in the 90s because it was a huge song. I think one of the
2: biggest things that, you know, and that not a lot of people gave the Beastie Boys a lot of credit for was how they could get whatever was going on during that time political, mainstream, whatever. And, dude, they tied it up so well together. And, dude, those three guys, man, they could rap all fucking day. (laughs) They could. They they were were
0: clever. They were witty. They they were, were. They were just
2: good. And and they weren't being they weren't being perverted or dirty. No, that's it was real. It was real.
1: It was real for the New York for the white kids from New York. But you know, their their best one, licensed to ill, came out in the eighties and so it's, it's hard to say that they're my 90s one. I just, I'm, I'm going to stick with it because they, I mean, they just, it was a trio. Oh, yeah, man, there was me. just something about them that it just, and, and still to this day, I mean, I remember buying their anthology when it came out at Best Buy yeah. or Walmart, or those places that used to sell CDs, compact discs. And even
0: their, um, <laughs> their cassette tapes too, man. Yeah. Back in the late 80s, dude, they were just huge. They, they, they were really one of the pioneers of rap music. Yeah. They don't get a, enough credit. As much as they deserve, but you know they're they're one of the greats for sure. Yeah. Hey,
1: hey, Ron, what about you, man? All right, man, gotta go back to my East Coast,
2: but it ain't biggie. It's the Jigga man. Oh, Jay Z, baby. Oh maybe. man, I was never like a Jay-Z Jigga what? Guy. Jigga what? Man, dude, like that is just <laughs> Jay Z will always be probably one of my top rappers all the time. I respect because, that because man, he just got it. I mean, I you know I know later through the years it started you know. He was just a being a businessman. You know, he was just trying to make, you know, big money for him. And you know, now he's one of the biggest billionaires here in the United States because of what oh, he yeah. what he had, what he did. Yeah. You know, but when he first came along, man, God, man, his music was great. Yeah. You know, it still is. Still is Him really and Nas
0: good. are the two best in my opinion MCs on the East Coast.
1: I mean, yeah, and his style is so different. Mm-hmm. like jay-z style his approach I mean, his method we, his method it's just it's we can't it's, forget it's about
0: we can't forget about biggie of course biggie's in there too yeah, but yeah. as far as you know just all-time it's legends like, they know, are all time like the first three or four
2: albums for jay-z their first three to four albums you know they were about you know the hood and all that and the hard life yeah, and, and yeah i was like man this is really good and then when he got kind of close to the 2000s that's when he
1: kind of started doing the mainstream and, I totally respect it. It was still good music. Right. I mean, what was it? What was it? Two thousand five. He did that that album. Those like four or five songs with Lincoln Park. Oh yeah, okay. and that was some. I mean, those are some of the best collaborations and just mixings yeah. uh, that I heard in a long time. Yeah, he
0: branched out. He yeah. did a lot of a lot of collaborations yeah. with a lot of people. I mean, come on now. I mean, Everybody wants to do a a, a mix with Jay Z though. Yeah, exactly. Everybody. Without a
1: doubt. If I had to choose somebody, like not that I'm an artist or anything, but if I had to choose, it, it would be Jay Z. It would just hands down. You didn't want dialong. <laughs> <laughs> <die>,
0: <laughs> As a genre of music that I don't think gets enough credit is the alternative. Yeah. Side of of the 90s, oh. you know, you, you got REM, Smashing Pumpkins.
1: That Pearl Jam would be included into that.
0: Well, a bit, they're yeah. more of grunge. Yeah they, yeah, they can be in the in they, they, they were a little alternative. But one of the best bands, my one of my favorite bands of all time even in the '90s is the Toadies, man. I love the Toadies. Yeah. Toadies
2: are good. Yeah. Toadies are great, man. But you know what? If we're talking awesome about... Awesome Kingdom,
0: uh, Tyler, those are t- uh, two of my Kingdom favorite songs song. ever. And, and here's the thing:
2: even if we're still talking about alternative rock, okay? For me, it's still Foo ah, Foo Fighters. Yeah,
0: Foo Fighters. I was gonna yes.
2: say Foo Fighters. I mean, they've been around since '94, man. Oh, yeah, '94, yeah, and till this day, they are still yeah. putting out. For I mean, damn after
0: after Kurt Cobain died, you know, Dave went and formed his own band the Foo Fighters and they were they were amazing they've always put out hit after hit after hit and he's such an incredible artist himself you know he's a drummer he's a guitarist he's a lead man he's just a great nice guy great guy just a great guy
1: um yeah another one that y'all haven't said Stone Temple Pilots oh yeah I love Stone Temple Pilots even into the 2000s they were
0: they were good they
1: were one of the ones um it was 90 Stained Stain. I vaguely remember Stain in the nineties, maybe 90s. late nineties. Okay, because stain was another one that I was like, man, you just put out good songs.
0: Oasis, Red Hot Chili <sighs> Oasis, Peppers, Blind Rage Mellon. Against the Machine. Yeah,
1: Oasis was another good one that I just, I mean, I, I just liked. Nine just, Inch Nails. <laughs> Nine Inch Nails. I never knew the
2: Weezer. But, Weezer. But, the hole. Butthole Surfers. Oh, yeah. Butthole Surfers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, I was first turned on to them. It was a, God, it was like Mission Impossible Two soundtrack. They had a song on the Mission Impossible Two soundtrack, and I was like, "Damn, I like this." And so I started. You know, I used, uh, I did not use torrent or LimeWire, <laughs> or I Napster. Did not u- or Napster. I did Morpheus. not use my incredibly slow oh. internet connection to you download know. forty second clips of songs. And just
2: you know, bring out, bring out the women, the women power, just real quick. You
1: don't forget about No Doubt.
2: Oh, yeah. And the Cranberries. Oh, the Cranberries,
0: yeah.
1: Zombie is one of my favorite songs. Oh. oh, yeah. To this day, it's in my top five, probably. And not not any of the remakes, but like... Linger know, is sir, good, Miser too. Gonna to, like I was going Linger. to say,
2: Linger's probably in yeah. my, my top ten, man. Cause...
0: Sonic Youth. Sonic Youth. Candlebox. Spin Doctors. Spin Doct-
1: f- Doct- Ooh, Spin Doctors. That
2: was Radiohead.
0: Like radio sponge you know and and, and, I mean,
1: and that group still is third eye blind and third oh, eye yeah. blind was another big one that it just I, I'm with you man well done on that and
2: man it just it just I mean if I had to really pick I mean that just that one song man just gets me oh yeah and, and as a matter of I'm pissed off or happy it's gonna it, it just gets me going Do you know
0: what gets me man what it's, really gro- what really
1: gets you
2: going there, growing James? up in
0: West Texas in the 90s all of our parents listen to country yeah. Nineties country. No, not mean we played the I Hano, bitch. <laughs> I mean, that's the foundation, man, of our childhood. Yeah. The nineties country. Anytime a nineties country song comes on, it it brings back so many memories for me. Garth Brooks was such a huge nineties artist in the country genre. He was in, the, you know, the alternative type country as well. His music will always stand the test of time. Look at him selling out arenas now and stadiums. He uh, did a concert. What was it last year at Notre Dame Stadium? Sold it out.
1: And I think that's the one that you can go watch it at in, uh, Clarendon Drive in movie for $100 really? a hundred dollars. Really?
0: Well, yeah. in '97, he sold out uh, Central Park. There were almost a, a million people in Central Park.
1: Dude, I'm telling you, there was something. On, he did about it on HBO? Music though, it wasn't country. Like it was country. It was but alternative. But it was, was, was all country, and it was just so good. It was so good. I was, and and, and so it made me look up this other one because I have it in my head. I'm playing it now. John Michael Montgomery sold.
0: Oh I mean, yeah, the Damn. go on about
1: a mile, God. man. It,
2: that's John, such a fun song it to is. sing, no, and to dance the, to. Here's too, the man. thing, man. That that guy, that that guy, man. I fucking love him. Oh, yeah. John Michael Montgomery. I love yeah. John Michael Montgomery,
0: man. And another one, mm. a, a legend that just died, Joe Diffie.
1: Yeah, oh man,
0: Pickup Man. I, I I love that guy. Travis Tritt, Brooks and Dunn, George Strait. I mean, it, the list goes on and on john anderson Seminole wind you know those songs that just stick with you when you hear them it brings back memories neon moon brooks and dunn yeah. it's just it hits the soul man it hits the soul
1: it does because it, there's so many there's so many emotions attached attached to this music yeah. and you know if we do ever do one about the early 2000s or the 2000s oh, i know will. there's going to be the same you know 2000s were kind of a big deal for us music especially those first five or six years it's really when we became we started growing into the people that we were we were going into but yeah um I would have to say alternative if we, if we were to choose an alternative rock song for the 90s that made the biggest impact.
0: Alternative rock.
1: Alternative rock. I'll go ahead and go first. Uh No Rain by Blind Melon. Okay. That good was choice. just and, and I, I mean I remember the video. I remember it because I feel like I saw an article Rolling Stone's did that uh that the, the the author or the the artist he didn't the main singer, he didn't like the song. Like he didn't like that it got as famous mm-hmm. as it did.
0: But, it's in a lot of movies, too. Yeah, and all
1: that crap aside, it was just a, I mean, it's just one of those songs that, like, you, you've you heard so many times that it's just, I mean, there's emotion attached to it.
0: I mean, man, mine, it's part of grunge. It's part of punk. It's Nirvana, man. It, it it's Which one? smells like teen oh, spirit. No. That is the number one song <laughs> of the 90s. <laughs> that song. That's all I know. That song, (laughs) that album, Nevermind, is such a great album. You know, you have the iconic, the baby on the on the cover. You can't get any better than that in the nineties. I think that's a CD that
1: every single song is a hit. Mm -hmm. Every single song you sit
0: there and there's that's a big one, and then yeah, Nirvana
1: Nevermind is you
0: you, that that song you hear it, you've heard it a million times. Doesn't matter what what ethnicity you are, where you grew up. That song is iconic. And it sticks in your mind. The guitar rift, the music is, is, it stands the test of time. It'll never get old.
1: Without a doubt. Hey, aron Ron. All right, man. Shoot. You know, like
2: I said, one of my biggest ones, you know, alternative was always Foo Fighters. The one that, the song that always got me, you know, Everlong. Oh, yeah. Like, just the way it starts. Great song. I mean, just, I mean, that's another one, man. It just the way, just the way it plays out, man. So, it just, just. There's
0: so many to choose from, man. And that that song is so good. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Even like
2: My Hero, okay?
0: My Hero, I love that. Probably another
2: one of the best songs that I, probably my top 10, you know, but Everlong is up there, man. Golly, like it's just... It doesn't matter what kind of mood or anything you're in, it's just a good song. And, and I know you
0: if you're in the right mood, it it really feeds yeah. your soul, man. I like it, the way you said that. It just You know,
2: it, it's you know what's crazy, you know, just like, I don't might be a little off topic, but whenever David Letterman, whenever his last show was, that was the last song performed on on his TV show. Was ever long because he said that song just had a connection with him. Forever, for, whenever they. And first, you know, first, another first
0: song that? that that has that same connection with me. That's probably, you know, I could have chose this song, you know, just like Teen Spirit. But is it a Nirvana song? It's not a Nirvana song. Okay, good. Because mine's it's a Green Day song. One. Is When wow. I Come Around. That song to me oh, man, is one of those songs that I grew up loving. When I was in a bad mood, I'd put it on. It would feed me, it would feed my soul, and it it would get me in a place where I wanted to be. I love that song forever and ever. It'll be one of those songs, just like uh, "Time of Your Life" by Green Day is one of those songs too that will t- forever live on.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say the one that that's kind of similar because we're kind of talking more not necessarily a ballad but a little bit more slower. "Everlong" was good. I love the acoustic version. Exactly. Uh, more, I would I would say mine is "Something in the Way" Nirvana. Oh, yeah. that's just another song that it's it's kinda up there with um with a couple of system of a down songs that when I listen to, man, I can just close it's my slow. eyes. Yes, and it's just so it feeds he, your soul. Man, I like how you said that.
0: John. He wrote that under the bridge where he used to uh spend a lot of time back in um where was it? It was in um Seattle. Washington. <coughs> What's, what's that the town that he grew up in it starts with the a i can't remember it but i have no you know. idea it's, he wrote that song underneath the bridge and it, it, he mentions the bridge in the song and it's it's one of those songs that you kind of it's up to to interpretation how you want to you, know, you know you know what's cra- it but you
2: know what's crazy it's like you know we, we put we put some really good bands alternative bands you know rock bands you know on these lists and everything but one one band that always stuck out to me and they and it's still amazing it's that, just they had a hard time coming under, uh, out of the shadow from all these other people was Incubus. Because yeah. they, 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 they came out real early. Real early. Yeah. I think, shoot, I think they said 96 or something like that.
1: Yeah, because Drive was, one of, was like their main, not really their main song, but that was the first song that I feel like really went popular. One of their first first seedings came
2: out in 97. You know, and you were just in a, you're in a genre, and it was, it was hard to, to just, you gotta beat something.
0: So, they really, they really made their push in the 2000s. Yeah, early well, 2000s, yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: It, it took that, it took, it, it took until '99, right mm-hmm. there, uh, before uh, the 2000s. Right? And
1: you know, alternative, the alternative genre was my. Um, I went back and forth between Michael Jackson's Bad and this one as the number one album. I don't think anything bad was in the 90s actually. I think that came out in like 88. 88. Um, Yeah, okay. But so that makes this one a lot easier. Then My number one album, uh, it was an alternative rock band, was Red Hot Chili Peppers California Cation. Oh yeah. And again, it's one of those albums that I could just, you could start play on and you could, I remember playing SNES and playing Super Mario World to that CD. Listening
0: to the whole thing. Yes,
1: and you could just play. I just—I remember that. That's good. And here's
2: the thing. I remember this just a little bit, but I remember when it came out that summer. Oh man. I play that shit all the time. Oh yeah. The, Every damn day. The music video yeah. the music, was like a the, video game. The Tony Hawk yeah. soundtracks just really yeah. it just, it really,
0: just it it, pushed, it introduced me to a lot too. But like you
2: said, you push play, man, you just let it go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we we did. We we gathered a lot of our musical, you know, taste from our movies we watched, our the video games we played. You know the soundtracks were big back then. And
1: I don't know how James has good taste and didn't like, you know, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. I know you're so, gay. <laughs> <laughs> you're so gay Or what was oh that? God. What was that one? Uh, there, God, there was so many. That was the thing. Boy bands were a big 90, deal in the 90 90s.
2: Degrees. ninety-eight degrees. <laughs> ninety-eight degrees, LFO. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to
1: remember.
2: Summertime was, <laughs> girls. <laughs> yeah,
1: summertime girls. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and bitch, bitch. <laughs> And that's the thing, you know that that's they tried I mean, they tried really hard to capitalize on boy I bands did. at the time, and I'm glad that disappeared. I'm not really happy that mumble rap took over, because mm-hmm. mumble rap kind of kind of seems where everything is going and humming them, humming up. But hey, man, it, man, is, man, what, it is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. It's the music that we have. We but, have right, a we friend, guys,
0: that wants to call in and discuss their favorite music of the '90s. All who's right, this, who's this friend? Of Adrian this? wants to. Oh, I want to hear Adrian's favorite song.
2: You know yeah, what? Yeah, call her in. I kind of would like to hear because, man, because <laughs> she knows her music.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna. And d- she's have friendly
1: little... to this, so if we call her out and say that it's bullshit, she'll understand and be happy with it. Just kidding. Adrian. What, what, up, it? what up? What up? What's up, Adrian? What's up, Adrian? What's up?
0: Just chilling. We're talking about our favorite music of the '90s.
1: We're waiting to see which song you choose as your favorite '90s song.
0: But before that, you can go ahead and just tell us your favorite genre in the 90s, maybe your favorite bands, your favorite songs, whatever it is.
3: Um, well, growing up in the 90s, so my brother, like, introduced me to grunge and, like, alternative music. So I'd probably go with that genre as my favorite genre. Uh... Favorite band was really hard to choose or favorite artist was really hard to choose because my top three favorite bands of all time were really prominent in the 90s. Um, But I went with the Smashing Pumpkins as my favorite. Good choice. Good choice.
0: choice.
1: Wow. Um,
3: Favorite album, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. It's still to this day one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, Favorite song... Oh, man. Favorite song. Yeah, do you have one song that
0: you like as an adult, you just always go to maybe when you need to be put in a certain mood or that just stands out because it was just one of those staples in your childhood? Or adolescent years
1: And don't be ashamed if it's Harvey Danger and flag Sida
0: Oh dude I love that that's song, a great <laughs> song. <laughs> That was a damn good song That is a
3: really good song But I'd probably have to go with Wonderwall Oasis. Oh dude oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Wonderwall
2: <sighs> Good choice
3: yeah, Good choice. That's yes. another one that's like, it's Stella like one knows those that's one of my songs. favorites It's like Arms on you have to sing along to it And you'll never skip it I agree. For me I agree. <laughs> Oh yeah, That's just one of those songs but is there, is there a song that you hate
0: a song or a band that you hate i was about to
1: ask the same thing we <laughs> need to start thinking what nineties song that when you hear it you either you either automatically skip over or you just you can't be a part of it
0: i mean we because we talked about the Arena earlier that that song sucks i hate it didn't it didn't,
1: no, it didn't <laughs> yeah, suck it it's just it is what it is i can
2: tell you one song that i hate is no scrubs Fuck right. <laughs> <laughs> to
0: bring Hey, women empowerment. Hell yeah! Try
3: to bring us down.
0: I don't know, man. Oh, That's yeah. a tough one.
3: But yeah, it, it is. I would say, oh man.
0: We did talk that about
3: fucking, that fucking song from Titanic, <laughs> uh,
1: dude. Don't you be saying bad things about um, Celine Dion?
3: Yeah, the Celine Dion you're talking song. Talk about yeah, my <laughs> Canadian woman. <laughs> that that to me was it was the worst song because you know what? When Titanic came out, they played that song constantly. Like it was so when I think of the worst nineties songs, that's the one that comes up for me, I think.
0: And it's overplayed, you know. It it, it was a good yeah, song it when it came overplayed. out, but it just got to the point where it, it was just overplayed and it made it unenjoyable anymore.
1: So, do you remember watching it, um, Adrian, do you remember watching like VH1's Countdown, <laughs> Top 10 Countdown, and MTV and stuff like that? Did Did you not like the music video? Because I thought Celine Dion made some of the best music videos back in the day.
3: If you want me to be really honest with you... No, okay. Adrian, lie to me and so gr- make me happy. Gr- no, listen, growing up <laughs> growing up in the 90s, okay, my parents were poor kids. <laughs> so, we didn't have cable. We didn't get cable to like 2003 so like i didn't start watching like mtv vh1 or any of the channels to like early 2000s so like yeah 90s we we didn't have cable so i didn't really start watching music videos until early 2000s ish
0: makes sense i kind of
3: i kind of took it to a dark place sorry guys no i <laughs> no, you're good but that makes me that makes me need to
1: tell you that like you need to go use youtube and search up some celine dion songs and music yes, videos from the 90s yeah. because that you know it's like it's like a it's like a, an old like romantic novel but condensed into a Celine Dion music video and so yeah.
0: I know you love country so 90s country we need to know your favorites
3: um Garth Brooks yeah George Strait i yeah. mean yeah. and 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 again the same thing like i really I really wasn't a big country fan back then. I didn't really start liking country until um, pretty much after I graduated high school. But, you know, when I started listening to country, then I started going back and listening to, like, your old 90s country, like Garth and um, Dwight Yoakam, Alan Jackson, Randy Travis. Oh, yeah. You know, I started Going back and listening to those guys, Randy Travis is a good one.
0: Oh yeah, Randy, Randy Travis—he's
1: Travis a, a—he's a—he's a bastion of '90s awesomeness.
0: Travis Tritt too, man. Yeah. He looked just like my dad, so I loved that guy growing up. Uh, <laughs> I, I loved his music, man. He was—he always yeah. had good songs that I could really relate to.
1: So Aaron, do you have a, a a worst, like your your most hated? It doesn't have to be then. It can be reflecting now, twenty years later, '90s song. Do you have a bad one? God. I'm ready for it. Like
2: the worst one that I like, just like man, it just makes me cringe and just want to punch somebody. <laughs> <It's the laughs> that's, damn, that's what we're it's, looking it's for. The damn Barbie Girl song. Oh god, like that song. No, come on, like man. that, dude. I'm telling you, man, like that is. There's not a worse song than, oh, than dude. That. Like I, that one. Just I love pisses.
0: the '90s dance uh, music. God, that just killed me. We yeah, didn't, we wait, didn't wait, talk wait, about wait. that. The 90s, like Jog like Jams the, stuff? Yeah, and like the, um, you know, Night at the Roxbury, um, Hathaway. <laughs> the
2: Roxbury. Dude. <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Huh, don't Adrian?
0: That me. shit is fucking... Like the club that. music
3: I, back I, in the I day. James, I love that. I, I actually love, loved that music back then. Hell yeah,
0: that was good shit. Dude, it just brought up the energy. You could dance to it. it you still hear or, it in clubs.
3: That... that Proof is in the heart song. That one was was, was pretty cool.
1: I yeah. that one? Oh, no. I think the best 90s song to just go out, Four Non Blondes. Oh, What's oh up? yes.
0: One of Estella's favorites. Yes. <laughs> Four Non Blondes.
1: And you know what I'm talking about? Which
0: one? What's up? Four Non Blondes. And uh, I said, uh, hey! hey yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's definitely another one where you hear it play on the radio or. Something like that. You have to sing along to it.
0: Yeah, you have to. Yeah. You I've, have to.
1: I've, I've got to say, though, my – it was not at the time. <coughs> now it is. I just get kind of tired when I hear – and I don't hear very much, but it's Creed. Creed.
4: Higher. Oh, Can God. you
1: change Oh, God. Me? It was just – It's too much, man. It's too much like, for – he went the wrong direction that the 90s should have gone. That was a little much, too, but –
0: that would be mine. James, what about you? Mine, it has to be the boy band shit. I never got into any of that crap. Well, and you have a strong opinion about <laughs> it. I'm very upset about it. If you no cannot, shit. If you cannot tell.
1: I can tell. I think it's very <laughs> obvious. We're going to get some pissed off people Backstreet that wore the Boys Backstreet Boys shirts in the 1994.
0: I hated the Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. I hated Sync. I hated, what was it, another one, 98 Degrees. They, they all just were not good to me. I did not like the music. I felt... I just didn't feel right listening to it. So you like it's more for women. It was a, I mean, young girls. I just couldn't connect to it. I I couldn't. You
1: so you being a teenager and a young boy, you couldn't find a way to connect to young girls.
0: Not to not to, <laughs> not to guys that seemed like they had no talent and they they couldn't no, play no, any well instrument. Done. They didn't seem like they
1: like the monkeys. Those <sighs> those poor guys or Milli Vanilli. Lip singing, M- Milli Vanilli. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you like Adrian? Did you like the boy bands back then?
3: No, I, I, I hated them because like my sisters uh, were really into them. They were into NSYNC Sync and Backstreet Boys, and then I had one sister that was like obsessed with Hanson. Oh God,
1: <laughs> I know that's James' and, uh, favorite she band. Had,
3: like, the, she she had all the like teen bop and tiger beat magazines and <laughs> I forgot about, about those.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hanson was pretty cringy to say the least.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, that was, that was, I mean what, they were like teenagers and, and kids putting out music. So of course they're going to put out music for teenage girls. That's what they're interested in. They were,
0: in. they were little boys that they looked like girls. Um, they just had long hair. Yeah, they did. They had like chili bowl haircuts like I did. So I could have been in the band to be honest with you. You
1: could have been in a boy band.
0: I could have been in. Uh, was can it, you sing? No hell. Can hell you dance? No. Oh well. <laughs> I, try. <laughs> I try. I try. But yeah, I mean, the '90s. What can I say? The music was great. I still, it's still my top in any you know playlist that I have. I mean,
1: as long as it's not Aerosmith love ballads, right?
0: We didn't talk about the metal side of the. I don't want really to close my eyes. Any any metal that you liked back then, Adrian.
3: I really didn't listen to metal. Really. Um,
1: Like Pantera, Corn, Slayer? Yeah,
3: I like Pantera. Um, Corn, yeah, I I forget about those guys. I did listen to Corn a little bit.
0: And Um, Corn was kind of like new metal, like. I don't know. They they came around. They really hit the scene in the early 2000s, but they did get their start in the 90s.
3: Limp Biscuit in yeah. the
0: house. Oh, oh God. you know what? You had to bring that up. Limp
3: Biscuit. My my brother my my brother listened to a lot of Metallica, so Metallica yeah. was still relevant in the 90s.
0: Uh very much so. They were my number one metal band of all time and in the 90s. The Metallica's hard to beat. I like Pantera, you know, and I have to admit I did like Limp Bizkit. I did.
1: I liked Limp Biscuit because they they made me feel like when I listened to it I was a badass. Yeah. <laughs> that is why I liked Limp Biscuit cuz they they were they were inappropriate, they were loud and it was just man, it was just really crappy music, but I thought that man, if I listened to that with my Jinko jeans and oh, yeah. my 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 yeah, my geez. big necklace with like like three or four different necklaces Did you and ever stuff wear like the that? the
0: shoes the soaps? No. They had the grinding soaps. sole and you could grind on anything. They're oh no! no. Okay,
1: they didn't. I know, I know what you're talking about. By the time yeah. that shit came out, I was wearing like a like a men's size 12, and so I didn't get <laughs> fun shoes. I was wearing like adult shoes. Big ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would have to say though my for metal man, Rob Zombie, I love oh, me, yeah. some Ro- I yeah, loved me some Rob. I Zombie dude. back in the day. Marilyn Manson. They got. I mean, they got a bad rap because people were afraid. That's what it was. Everyone was afraid that our generation was going to grow up to be crazy people, and yeah, I mean, not to say a lot of people didn't. But it's not in the music, that's not where it is. It's every other aspect. I mean, what just, about you, Aaron? Did you go real? Did you go down the the, the metal side? I mean, of course, Korn? man. I mean, shit. We got. I mean,
2: Corn was probably my biggest biggest metal band, and I just man, I could just sit there and listen to them all day. I bet football season had a lot to do with that you too, know, right? You know? Football. The corn yeah, yeah, corn was, was really ingrained in our Korn, in our locker room for football. You know, I mean, you know, and then of course, you know. I mean we'll have Limbiscuit, oh man, you know, that was
1: that was the shit back in the day right there too. So Lim Biscuit's cover of George Michaels Faith may have been <laughs> the worst piece of music ever. No offense against you, Fred Durst and all the people that you work with, but whoever told you that was a good idea, man.
0: Slayer. Yeah. Slayer was good. Slayer
1: was good. Um I don't think Powerman five thousand was out around they in, were the in the nineties, but I yeah, remember them late nineties, early two thousands. They yeah. were they were a lot of fun but yeah I man just rob zombie white zombie it just it just it, it, i i gravitated more towards that just because you know i grew up in a small town in texas and so i actually remember having a rob zombie cd thrown out by one of my <laughs> friends parents
2: I she's had, like it's the devil's i music. had a blink
0: 182 cd thrown out at a church camp whenever i was like 12 13 oh, they made me burn it oh for real i i fought them i was like no you're not taking my shit right you're gonna take my CD, and then you
1: looked around and realized I'm the only. They took one. Here. They took
0: one, and they were like, "You're gonna burn this one. but You can keep the rest." You know, they sing a song about fucking a dog, and I'm like, "I want to."
1: Okay, we don't need to go into yeah, the details we need to of go that there. song,
0: but yeah. All
1: right. Well, you know, we've pop. We've talked. We talked nineties pop. We've talked nineties rap. I think we've talked about it a little bit. I think I think now is a good time to kind of wrap up this this nineties intro. Part one segment, you know. Yeah, we touched a lot of surface for, level yeah, stuff. A lot of we're going to
0: we're going to get into a lot more as uh, as this series continues for sure. Movies, TV shows, Saturday morning cartoons, events of the '90s, memorable moments. You
2: know, just you know, before we you know and wrap things up, you know, just one of the biggest. I want to say one of the biggest '90s people that we really forgot to mention. Okay,
0: Selena. Selena, yes. I mean,
2: talk about
3: good music. Anything for Selena's.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> Anything for Selena's. I mean, it's a great movie. Yep. You know, I mean, now I, I mean, her music just. I You're mean, right, man. It didn't, it didn't matter what. And her,
1: it wasn't necessarily yeah. just her music, but it was her. She was, she was, and still is a cultural icon. She's yeah. a
0: Texas icon, most yeah. importantly. Yeah. You mean, know, down just, there in Corpus Christi. I mean, yeah,
2: man. She just. Her music was just incredible. As a person, incredible. I mean, it just
0: she, good she looking. Was, she, yeah, she was the real
2: thing, man. She was the real, the real thing. So
0: too bad that uh, that fat little wasn't
1: it. A, wasn't it a a fan of
0: hers? It was a, it was a right? She was associated it was, so She's a stalker. With her. Like her no, she was. She was like, like a manager. Manager, I wanted manager. she handled money too. And yeah. the family was already catching on to her. Oh, really? Yeah, and and they're gonna part ways with her, and she was she had a plan, and she. Shot her.
2: She's sitting in prison still.
1: Really? No,
2: nah, I think crazy. she's dead. I don't know.
1: I can't remember. Well,
0: Who knows? Good. Well, Adrian, you, you, you're you going to join us probably on our next one or the one after. We're going to probably do another two parts to this. So
1: One, more, one more 90s for, band, though, yeah. Before, yeah, before we go on this. Yes, I, thank you, Adrian, very much for coming on or uh, calling in. No problem. Yeah.
3: And I and I do want to say, if, if we have time, just like a quick little thing. Um I saw y'all's Facebook post and you know, you're asking to guess, you know what, what you guys were going to talk about. And I laughed because one of the, one of the pictures that was on there was a picture of like some potpourri spray. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 okay, so, so this is the story. So I laughed because, you know, I, I'm, I'm an instructor for our, our pre-service Academy for, for TDCJ. Right. And today at work, we were talking about like contraband and stuff like that. and, I was talking to him about K two, which is synthetic marijuana, because that's one of the big problems, <laughs> you know, in, in prison right now. Oh, and is it really? Students, yeah, it is. I so, uh, one, yeah, one of my students was like, "Well, you know, what what does it look like?" You know, and I was, you know, explaining to him. You know, uh, I was like, "It kind of looks like potpourri. and then I look around at all their faces, and like, there's just blank faces, All right, Because most of my students are like. <laughs> Eighteen, nineteen years old. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> those kids have no clue so, like, what, none of them is. Yeah. Knew what was, and so that's why I was laughing because it reminded me of work today. Is, is that's Josh funny, Facebook, so.
1: <laughs> man? I, you know, and 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 we put that on there for this whole reason of that was your go-to, either that or maybe someone, you know, maybe you're close enough to the to the to the bathtub and you could reach. A shampoo bottle or something give you some reading material if you didn't have a magazine or take something with you when you were going to the bathroom. Now everyone takes their phones. Which if you take your phone to the bathroom with you and you're on your phone while you're using the bathroom, please stop. That is insanely unsanitary. I miss the and days of the that.
0: newspaper, just grabbing a magazine right beside the toilet. You know. Then it that used was- to be, you know,
1: you put a book on there. You know, they always say you know put a book by the toilet and then you'll have it read in a couple of weeks and.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean. Not
1: anymore. Now people just take their phones. It's disgusting.
0: <laughs> not in the 2020s. Yeah, no. Terrible time to be alive. But here we are, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bringing you content from We're the sorry. 90s, because let's face it, anything right now is just too unfortunate to really speak up.
0: All right, um, Adrian, thank you so much for calling in.
3: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it.
0: All right, we'll talk yeah. to you later. later.
3: Talk to you later. All right. You know,
1: I can't. I can't really. We can't really mention what's going on now and not bring up one of the most influential bands in the 90s. Um, that's getting a lot of attention today, Rage Against the Machine. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, that yeah. was another band yeah, yeah. that just man, they
0: we mentioned I don't, them, I don't know if they're yeah. if they're
1: metal or if they're punk or what you would classify them as they're but a little just, bit everything, you know. Just a lot of a lot of strong <laughs> a lot of strong music with them that, that brings back some solid memories. Well, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, because you know, when it comes down it's just music, right? I mean that's what it's
2: supposed to be. And you know, I know that you know they had a big political stand and now like you said, today you're like they, they came out. Now we have legitimate people raging yeah, this, against the machine. Yeah. Yes, this, they came do. out almost 20 years ago and now, yeah, it's like, here it is. I mean, it's it's crazy how like he knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And that, it, it, like I said, I'm not going to sit and say, you know, all superstitious or whatever, but I'm like, you know, that's, I, I, I guess you saw something that we didn't. That's put. like inviting people.
1: Um, I've got a nephew, and he's reading 1984 for the first time. Oh, man. You know, George Orwell. And, and that's I mean that's another one yeah. that that book has stood. I mean, if you have not read that yet, you've got to read 1984. That's a classic, yeah. It really is. Is, is, man. And, and knowing that that movie was written, you know, I mean, it, it was in a couple of years after World War II ending. Yeah. It provides a lot of context for yeah, that. because George Orwell wrote it in 48. Yeah, yeah. He wrote in a 48 to switch the years around.
0: and That's yeah. crazy.
1: So it was just yeah, crazy. Everyone talks about Big Brother. Well, he's in your pocket.
0: Yeah. So, Well, guys, you know, we want to thank you for starting the journey with us. It's going to be a long journey getting through the 90s, but we're going to get there. We're going to bring you more episodes, bring you more content about the 90s. Um, maybe next week we'll have the next episode, maybe in a few days. We haven't decided yet, but just stay tuned. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Rocket I think Bruce, it should be a lot of fun. Any, any local businesses you guys want to shout I mean, out? It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, we always, we always want to talk about... Steve Herkel. Yeah, Steve Urkel. We'll get to him. You know, we always
1: want to talk about uh, patroning Rocket Brews. Rocket Brews is a great local establishment. Um, Bagel Place is another great place. Steelheart Tactical. Uh, Amarillo Armory offers some great Second Amendment prizes. Gifts for your... You got Father's Day coming up. Every yes. father would do well with a, with another firearm.
0: Yes, so, that's a great gift. Kalen, if you're listening. Can't go wrong.
2: You know, I want to give a shout out. There's a new uh, company that opened up in Canyon called Paladero Canyon
0: Outfitters. Okay.
2: You know, if you're looking for a good Father's Day gift, man, they got some badass hats. Some really cool, different... Yeah, their logo is really cool. Logo. I like it. Yeah, so, Shout out to those guys. They're just, they're brand new. I think they've been open for about a week or two now. Um... Like I said, go up there, give him a give them a pretty cool shout out, you know. Hopefully, you look around, but if you see a good hat, buy it. Mm. Oh yeah, I you, like them. It's hard grab to beat a, a, a good, good hat.
0: hat. Exactly. When you see a good hat, you got to grab it, especially if it's local, local brands, local fashion, local clothing. You got to support it, well, especially guys, now with everything opening exactly. back up. Exactly. Well, thank you all for tuning in to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast. As always, I'm James Fairchild.
1: I'm Aaron Payne. And I'm Jared Scott. Have a good night.